Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. But I, I think with some minor exceptions, I'm the first MP to be addressing professional wrestling in the house, uh, at least in a significant way, for some eight decades. So um, uh, it is slightly surprising to me, given that wrestling is perhaps the only industry that can rival politics for bravado, faux indignation and partisan crowds. But I think wrestling may have the edge when it comes to physiques and fake tans, where only an episode of TOWIE may rival us. Um, this is an opportunity for me to be able to marry my duty as a Member of Parliament and my joy as a wrestling fan. And my love of professional wrestling started when I got a DVD when I was a very young man and it had The Undertaker on it and he was, uh, he captured my imagination. And then I had got the, a, a VHS uh, of the 1992 Royal Rumble with the amazing commentary of Bobby the Brain Heenan and Ric Flair's historic victory. And it was also the same year that some 80,000 people went to Wembley Stadium for uh, that year's SummerSlam in which the, uh, the British Bulldog won the Intercontinental Championship. And around that time, my, uh, my dad and my stepmom took me to a wrestling show at Adwick Leisure Centre uh, in Doncaster, which was uh, an amazing occasion for me. And I was hooked. And I spent uh, the day after my birthday, it was a birthday present a few years ago, at Wembley Arena for a progress show amongst 5,000 wrestling fans, seeing some of the very best wrestlers in the world, in our capital, and many of them were British. And nowadays, to switch off from the day job, I'll often go home and watch a New Japan show or an AEW show, and wrestling is booming. That was Mark Fletcher, MP, talking about the all-party parliamentary group for wrestling. A year ago, they released their report into the standards and practices of wrestling, talking about some big changes that needed to be made in the British wrestling scene. One year on, what has changed? Let us ask that question to the other co-chair of the all-party parliamentary group, on wrestling, Alex Davis Jones, MP, who joins us now. For those who aren't aware of the report, Alex, would you mind bringing us up to speed, please? Well, what inspired the report was essentially uh, the Speaking Out movement, which um, some of your listeners will be aware of, which is where um, uh, female wrestlers, fans, people within the industry um, all came together to have their own Me Too movement and essentially talk about the abuse that they were facing within the industry, um, to speak out against the harassment, sexism, 
um, bullying as well that was taking place within British wrestling. And um, it was really a catalyst for change that I saw as a wrestling fan um, coming through on Twitter, all of these people who I was following and who I was inspired by using this hashtag. And I thought I am in an incredibly incredibly privileged position being an MP. And I'm also a really proud wrestling fan, British wrestling fan. So what can I do in my position to try and highlight the plight of these people who I follow and who I'm inspired by? And what can I do in my position as a legislator to try and promote change within the industry? So that inspired um, me coming together with a group of other MPs who are also wrestling fans. There's quite a fair few of us in Parliament, um, believe it or not. And um, we came together, we joined forces with a couple of uh, incredible people who are our secretariat and um, thought, what can we do? What can we do? So we launched a first of its kind uh, report and an inquiry into the future and the current state of British wrestling. We had over 80 um, pieces of written evidence. We took hours and hours of Zoom sessions, of evidence sessions from everyone, from promoters to training schools, to academics, to healthcare professionals, to wrestlers, to fans, anybody who wanted to talk to us about their experiences of British wrestling, we heard from them. And we compiled this report, uh, which uh, launched a year ago today into the future of British wrestling, where we had a, a host of recommendations and our thoughts on how we could promote and uh, encourage the industry to be the best that it can be, which is what we which is what we all want it to be. What has changed in those five months? Before we get into some of the, the the finer points from the report, what's changed with regards to sort of Parliament and British politics view on professional wrestling? Now, I know, as you say, quite a few people have, 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 have been outed, for lack of a better term, as wrestling fans during this process. But I know that Sports Minister Nigel Huddlestone said that the government was going to be carefully considering the findings. Have you had uh, a lot of support from maybe those who wouldn't necessarily uh, look into professional wrestling within Parliament? Honestly, Tom, the response in Parliament has been overwhelmingly positive to the report. When we initially set up the all-party group, we were treated as a bit of a joke, a bit of a laughing stock. Uh, people thought we were just a bunch of wrestling fans who wanted to get together and go and watch some promotions and you know take some wrestlers around Parliament, which ultimately we do. Ultimately we do, but also we genuinely want to help and promote the industry, like I said. And and when we when we did our report and we actually explained some of the challenges facing the British wrestling industry, the fact that it's completely unregulated, the fact that it falls between this grey area of not being classed as entertainment, not being classed as sport, which limits its opportunities for any funding, the fact that they don't get the recognition and, and legitimacy that it deserves. And also when you talk about some of the serious issues such as speaking out or the lack of health and safety, the lack of insurance, the lack of um, opportunities now post Brexit for wrestlers to travel as well. All of these things are major issues that parliament can have a say in and parliament has a has a place to, to create change. So when you actually talk to people about this, you say, oh yes, I didn't realize. And actually I remember watching Big Daddy years ago or I remember watching WWF as it was when I was growing up and, and it was great fun and then you talk to people and and it's and they they get to see the serious side of the British wrestling industry and I, I would say that we've given it a platform we have given it that place in parliament where it can be discussed as seriously as other forms of entertainment as other sports industries um, and it's been treated really positively you know my co-chair Mark Fletcher led the first ever parliamentary debate into wrestling in the House of Commons. That was a landmark moment for the industry and uh, one which definitely sought to 
put it at its rightful place and to get the right people talking about it. Because if we want change, if we want British wrestling to be this incredible export for Britain and, and use its soft power that we know it's got, then we need to take it seriously. And, and that's what we've tried to do. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You mentioned uh, in there about sort of categorization, and this was a key point, one of the key points from the report, because uh, it kind of fell between sports and theater. And you're, you've been pushing for wrestling to be, wrestling itself to be considered as sporting, but the shows as theatrical. So where are you at in terms of the categorization of wrestling, first of all? Yeah, so it's, it's a really interesting point. So our report recommendation highlighted that training schools and the uh, physical aspect of wrestling when you're training should be classed as a sport because then you get all the protections that that comes with. So all the trainers and the coaches should be DBS checked. Currently, they don't need to be. Um, they should have all the necessary insurance in place. They should have all the health and safety protocols, such as what to do if there's concussion, what to do if there's a severe injury. All of these things then come under the umbrella of sport and the wrestlers, the children, the coaches are all protected um, and it's it's a necessary um it's we 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 realize that that's necessary to protect everybody who is taking part in wrestling um at that level but then when it comes to promotions and the shows that should be entertainment and again that comes that needs to be classed then that they should have a license from the local authority to operate um they should have all the necessary insurance in place but our recommendation said that there should be first aiders at, at the at the show should anything go wrong and they should be on hand necessary ready to act so all of this um, protocol is what we recommended in our report. And we are getting somewhere. We've had really positive meetings with all the sports governing bodies in England, Scotland and Wales. Um, we've met with uh, the Arts Council for England. We've met with Nigel Huddleston, the sports minister in England. And I've written to my counterparts in Wales. And I know some of my fellow APPG members who represent seats in Scotland have spoken to their counterparts. And it does all sound like a bit of a talking shop at the moment. And a parliament can be that at times, but it, it, things are moving. They're moving quite slowly, but they are moving. And, and it feels like we're getting somewhere. And 
we have got a very exciting program of work coming up as part of the APPG. And it's also important to remember that we do all this voluntarily as part of our day jobs as MPs and the work we do in our constituencies. This is just something that we do because, as I said, we love British wrestling. Um, but we have got a very exciting program of work planned this, this year. We've got, uh, we're working, I can give you an exclusive, we're working with Loughborough University um, on, on a very special project, which I can't tell you more about yet, but that's a, that's a bit of a teaser, uh, which we will be having more information coming out later this year. And now that uh, COVID seems to be um, on the back burner and, and promotions are reopening again and uh, people can get out and about to see shows, that's what we want to do. So we're going to be touring the UK trying to get to as many promotions as possible and trying to get everybody talking again and seeing where we get to in terms of these recommendations in the report. I think, yeah, you, met, you mentioned a, a few things I was going to ask you about there, and one of them being, of course, health and safety and uh, the report initially saying uh, the quote, worryingly low. And yeah. there was a big push for licensing and insurance. And you know what? I'm actually seeing that myself. There's a few um, wrestling promotions. One particular I want to give a shout to is North Wrestling based in Newcastle upon Tyne. Uh, they're a promotion that have taken a lot of uh, the things that are brought up in the APPG and their report, and they're taking them uh, on board wholesale. Uh, there's a, there's now insurances in place and there's, it, it's all, it's not that it, not that it wasn't above board before, but there is certainly more paperwork and more structure in place. Uh, and uh, Whilst I think there will always be some promotions that sort of slip through the net on that, and I'm hoping that this is uh, the APPG uh, works to change that, I'm seeing a lot of some of the, the more marquee wrestling promotions in the UK really taking hold of, of some of the findings from the report. That's really, really positive to hear, and it also echoes what we're being told and from both promotions, wrestlers, fans, and, and people like yourself. Um, our APPG, um, we know that we're not going to be able to change everything ourselves and it's for the industry to change. But if we can provide that platform and, and provide that catalyst to bring everyone together and highlight some of the issues, then that's, that's our job done in, a, in essence. We want to be able to use our positions to say, right, these are some of the challenges, work with the industry. We want to bring them on this journey with us. And we have had a great positive response from, from everyone within British wrestling. I, I would say it's been overwhelmingly positive. And to know that promotions are taking on board these recommendations, they're seeing that things needed to change, things couldn't carry on as they were. Um, for everyone involved, it's really, really positive. Um, now, as you say, the speaking out movement, very much the catalyst in this report coming together. Again, a report, a line from the report. Uh, the, the, the hope is to hardwire the voice of abuse survivors into British wrestling and provide practical guides for first responders. You've mentioned an event in Loughborough that you can't talk about. Uh, is, is this going to be a little bit more to do with, with that side of the report or into uh, sort of more general uh, care and due diligence within British wrestling? No, so we've actually got another event. As I said, we've got an exciting programme uh, planned for the forthcoming year on as part of the APPG on wrestling. And one of the events will specifically be looking at the speaking out movement. So we want to know, have things changed? Uh, do female wrestlers in particular feel safer now that they've, that they've had their moment? Or are things just slipping back to how they were? How can we work with them to actually make real change in the industry? Um, we're hoping to host a roundtable pretty soon with female wrestlers and academics and others in the industry to, to look at, okay, two years ago, we had this big movement within British wrestling. Speaking, speaking out happened. Um, what's changed? How do you feel now um, being within that industry? 
Do you feel safer? Do you think anything's changed? Are you being taken seriously? Has this given you that platform to show that um, women's wrestling in particular is um, at its echelons as it should be? I mean, I am a passionate um, fan and uh, sort of advocate for women's wrestling because I, I personally think it's incredible and it's um, it's much better than the men's and that's my personal opinion. Um, so I want it to be um, all it can be. And if we can talk to these female wrestlers and they still don't think that actually anything is changing, then what needs to change? And how can we as parliamentarians help facilitate that? So yeah, we've got this hopefully really empowering round table coming up to talk about um, women's British wrestling in particular. And I'll keep you posted on that as well. Well, we, if people want to keep in touch with everything that uh, the all-party parliamentary group, group on professional wrestling is doing, and your, yourself, Alex, uh, where can they do that? How can people stay in, stay in contact? Yeah, you can get in touch with us. We're on social media. We're active on Twitter. Um, we're active on our website as well. It's the APPG for Wrestling. Um, check us out. Please get in touch with us. We, we honestly love to hear from everybody. Anybody who's got an interest in British wrestling, tell us your experiences. Tell us your ideas for the future and how we can help promote and support British wrestling because that's all we want to do. So yeah, we're really keen to hear from everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.